Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right. Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Joe Theismann, not just our friend. This, this gentleman, Super Bowl champion, NFL MVP, All-Pro quarterback, amazing analyst, joins us right now. Joe, good morning, man. Thanks for being here. Good morning. Good morning, Bill. It's always great to catch up with you on a Monday morning after some interesting football over the weekend. It sure was, and there's so many places we could start. If, if you'll indulge me, I, I want to ask you about Brock Purdy to, to begin things. We just went through an hour ago his stats, the highest quarterback rating in NFL history through the first 10 games as a starter, just all the things that he has done. And, I, and I'm curious, how much of this, and I know it's guesswork, do you think it's just Brock Purdy was naturally going to succeed? And how much of this is obviously very talented to do, but ended up in a spot that made this possible? I, I think both things. You, you know, you can't have one without the other. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan is, you know, one of the top one or two play callers in football today. He, he, and plus he has healthy weapons. Um, you've got a running game. You've got a great defense to support your offense. You've got a quarterback that gets the ball out of his hands and makes good decisions. Uh, he hardly got touched last night. I mean, really, literally hardly got touched last night. Uh, offensive line is healthy. It's amazing when you have your starters healthy versus when you start losing them, the difference in the scores in games. But I, I think a lot of it is Brock's ability to be able to process the things he needs to. Uh, he doesn't throw the ball hard, which only proves you don't have to throw a ball through a wall to be successful in professional football. You just have to get it out of your hands in a timely fashion where you give the you know, wide receivers a chance to catch the ball without trying to defend themselves uh, with the passes coming at them and a place to run. Um, I really think it's, it's the quarterback, it's the people around them, and it's the system they operate. Those three are all very important to the success of the position. Joe, we, we've seen talented quarterbacks come into the NFL and fail bad situations, maybe get sacked a bunch, lose their confidence. There's obviously a human element to this. On the flip side, with, with, with Brock Purdy, how, how well he has played, the situation that you just walked us through, health allowing, right? The young man stays healthy. What do you think the likelihood is he's got enough success under his belt and enough confidence now that this can be a highly successful quarterback for the rest of his career? I think he, I think he has the elements that would allow him to do that. Health is the number one factor, though, Bill. You have to stay healthy to be able to play in practice. And, you know, what about the weapons around you, specifically the offensive line? I think last year the two best offensive lines probably in football, well, the three, be San Francisco, Philadelphia, and Kansas City. 
And the reason why San Francisco didn't advance, and I expect them to this year, because they're the best team in football right now going away. Uh, and they're playing at the best level right now. Um, is their offensive lines were healthy. Their offensive lines stayed together. For example, last night was the first time that Dallas had their projected offensive line together uh, all year. And, you know, now they've lost another element of it. So I, I think that, you know, Brock's success, um, he's not the kind of kid that's going to sit there and say, hey, look where I'm going. He wants to take it game by game, get better, and enjoy the experience. And that's what he's done. Joe Theismann here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder. Joe, uh, how do I put this politely? This is a Dak Prescott space where we have some doubts about about Dak in the long term in terms of success. And certainly he had a, a really bad game last night. What is your evaluation of him as a quarterback? If you are, like I think the Cowboys aspire to be, think they might be, if you are a Super Bowl, want to be Super Bowl contending football team? I think Jerry Jones has a very tough decision ahead of him. Um you know, you have to. I think you have to let the year play out and see. See, you know, what's what's Dak going to do against the Chargers? How's he going to bounce back this week against the Chargers? Um, you know, he went up against a great defense last night. Little time to throw the ball. It's it's you know, it was it was interesting. Listen to Chris. You know, you've got Mike McCarthy trying to run what's what's really a, a true West Coast offense against the team that invented it. Okay, so I mean, it's like okay, I'm trying to you know, teacher versus pupil where. The teacher had the edge. Um, you know, Dak, Dak's got to make better decisions with the football in his hands. You know, you can't lose sight of the fact that he led the league in interceptions last year and played a month less than anybody else. That's a problem. Now, here's, on, here's the flip side. Where do the Dallas Cowboys go without him? This is the biggest problem when you see contracts being signed by guys in the league that maybe – you know, I, I would never say no one deserves what they – everybody deserves what they can get. But we have a supply and demand problem at the quarterback position. There aren't enough of them. So if you have one that you think can get it done for you, you're forced almost to pay him an absorbent amount of money on the hope that he'll be able to get it done. You know, Dak's got to prove a lot more than he has so far. But where's Jerry go? I mean, you, you know, Dak's, Dak's basically playing for $50 million a year. That's that's what's on the table. This is a this is a big high stakes card game, and Dak's got fifty million on the table. Um, and you know, like I said, it's we're only five games in. Um, I think that you know he always has the option to franchise him at the end of the year if he's not really satisfied with what you see. I'm talking about Jerry, but you know, Dak is Dak has struggled not just this year, but he struggled last year as well. So is this who Dak Prescott is, or? Is he going to be better than what we've seen? It's really interesting, the, the dearth of quarterback play. And you're right, Joe. Just, I mean, not to pick on Kyler Murray. I can pick up Russell Wilson. There's a lot of guys who have been paid based on either potential or past success, and it, it hasn't worked out. Certainly it's not working out with, with in Denver. Now, you look at Miami. You Mike McDaniel comes in, and he helps transform Tua Tungavailoa into a different quarterback than we saw under under Brian Flores. You look, I'm a Bears fan, so I lean to this. Justin Fields has not had the success or development I would love under a more defensive-minded guy in, in, in Matt Eberflus. Why do you think in, in a league where there is this supply and demand question of quarterback, we don't see even more gambling on offensive coordinators who have showcased, at least in that part of the game, an ability to develop quarterbacks, just getting head coaching jobs in partnership with 
the need to find quarterbacks. If you're going to pay a Dak Prescott maybe $50 million a year, or Kyler Murray, or, or Russell Wilson, why not double down on offensive-minded head coaches, too, and just go for it in that respect? Since we've seen some quarterbacks who have struggled, or in Brock Purdy's case, the quarterback no one saw coming, have some success in the right situation. I think a lot of it has to do with the people around them, Bill. I think, you know, what's, what's, it isn't just, it isn't just the, the individual that, that, at the position. It's what kind of system do they play in? You know, right now with Justin Fields as an example, his legs are a more valuable asset to this offense than his ability to throw the football. We saw that with Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, you know, is a big part of the running game with the Giants. Now you take that away, it it changes what they do on offense. I I think in in Justin Fields' case, he has a chance to continue to develop uh, because he, he, he he threw the ball pretty well against the commanders the other night. And so, you know, is this the beginning of, of his growth? Um, you know, you, finding the right coordinator and finding the right system are things that nobody really talks about or looks at, but yet it is essential to the success of a football team. Whether you're a de- if, you know, let's face it, if you're a head coach, you don't have time to do some of the things that you need to as a coordinator. Now, Mike's been doing it long enough in Dallas. He knows how to do it. Mike Holman, when he was in Seattle, was the same way. You, you know, other people put a lot of the pieces of puzzle together, but you call the game as it goes because you just don't have time to do that at the position you're in. But I, I think that I think choosing a coordinator is uh, from a, in this day and age where offense is so important and such a big part of the game is, you know, paramount behind choosing a head coach. Joe Theismann here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bill Ryder. Joe, who do you have more confidence in, if you have confidence in either at all, to turn things around? Sean Payton or, or, or Bill Belichick? Obviously celebrated guys, but things are not going well in either New England or Denver. Well, Sean's got a defensive problem. They can't stop anybody. And Bill has a quarterback problem because, you know, bad things keep happening to Mac Jones. I mean, you know, Mac just, you know, it just, you know, you, you throw a ball, it gets batted in the air, it's intercepted, run back for a touchdown. It's, it's sort of the way things have started. Um, I think both of them really are trying to figure out who their football team is. Identity is so vitally important, Bill. The Denver Broncos have no idea who they are. Sean has an idea what he'd like them to be, but they're not. They're not. Uh, New England is the same way. New England sort of, you know, you're, you're hoping that the defense can keep you in games, but if the defense struggles, the offense doesn't have the weaponry to be able to put points on the board. So I think, I think, you know, again, this is going to be an interesting puzzle going forward for both teams to try and find some semblance of consistency and continuity on either side of the ball. Joe, Jacksonville had a bizarre couple of weeks. I mean, just being in London is always just sort of a – it makes it hard, to, I think, to assess those games, right, and just to know what's what. And they had the advantage over Buffalo of, of staying there and being there. But they did win a couple games. They, they do come back to this side of the pond in, in better shape. Do you believe, do you think it's likely that the Jags have, have turned a corner and, and can maybe hit that ceiling that a lot of us thought was possible to make them not elite but really, really good this year? Yeah, I do. I, I think they can move toward it. And, you know, it's interesting. People say, well, you know, the Jags stayed in London. They were able to, you know, assimilate the time change. Buffalo had to fly over. Buffalo flew over on Friday. Uh, Josh Allen made threw the ball up in the air again and got another interception. And, and you know, I mean, you look at the, the Jacksonville game, what? Final score of the game, 25-20. Um, 
the game against Miami, same situation in Buffalo. Josh has to do a better job of managing. We know he has a strong arm. We know he runs very well. I think Josh has to do a better job of managing the game of football for this team, for Buffalo, to be able to reach the potential that everybody believes it should and him. It, 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 that's the bottom line. I don't, I don't buy into this, you know, well, they're jet-lagged and, and the Jacksonville Jaguars were more fresh. Uh, you know, what about, the, what about the commanders? Okay, let's take them on a Thursday. The commanders get blown out by Chicago. You know, drop a ball here, fumble a ball there. Um, you know, been outscored a lot in the first half of games. Is that jet lag? You, know, you, you can you, you can sort of anal, you know analyze these things any way you want. I just think that you know Josh Allen is a big part of what Buffalo is going to do, and he needs to make better decisions. Uh, and you talked about Mike down in, in Miami with Tua. That that's a track team, Bill. Yeah, that's that is an Olympic track team. The speed in this game, whether it's speed at the defensive end position, speed at the wide receiver position, speed at the running back position. Speed at court, it doesn't matter. Speed will give you a distinct advantage. And that's what Joe, Miami has. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Miami. I was going to ask you about the Chiefs who, who win games, but at least from my eyes, play a little too down to their competition. I'll just ask you this. Who is, do you think, right now, the, right now, the best team in the AFC? Best team in Miami? I'd say Miami because of the speed factor. I think their defense is a bit underrated. Their offense gets all the headlines. But their defense is a pretty solid group. But they, can, they run the ball well, and they have explosiveness in the running game. Obviously, we know what the wide receivers are all about. So as I look at the AFC right now, I think Miami and, you know, look at, look at how big a part Kelsey is of the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City and Philadelphia, the two teams that played in the Super Bowl last year, have not really played the kind of football that I would anticipate them playing as the year continues to go on. I think the Chiefs will get better. I think the Eagles will get better. But right now, the best team in football, without question, is the San Francisco 49ers. Joe, I hate the term Super Bowl hangover, but I'm curious. I mean, you won one. I am curious. When, when, you, when you get to the top of the mountain in the NFL, which is obviously a grueling task, and you win the whole thing, or even for a team like the Eagles, right, you get so close, do you think there is sometimes a, a letdown or a come down for teams the following season just to have the focus or keep the habits or, or whatever it takes in the margins to be that good? It's a great question, and I can only say this. In 1982, we won the world championship. In 1983, we set an NFL scoring record. I don't think we had a hangover, okay? We almost averaged almost 35 points a game. Uh, Giveaway-takeaway ratio in 1983 was plus 42, which if you want to look up that statistic, there isn't anybody that's ever going to come close to that. We took the ball away 43 more times than than we gave it up in that year. And that was following the Super Bowl. Um, right now, I think it's a little bit different only because, uh, you know, you get your rest. And, and it's so hard to get to a Super Bowl. It's so hard to win a Super Bowl. Because after you win the Super Bowl, everybody goes back to 0-0 and you start over. So I don't buy into the hangover over a Super Bowl anymore. Um, I, I just think it's, you know, can your team stay healthy? Over that period of time, you're playing well five, four, five more games now than everybody else. You know, when you get down to that last game, you're playing more than anybody, and the wear and tear on the body, the health of the players, is so important. But I don't buy into the hangover bit. 
Yeah, the wear and tear, is, it's, an, it's a really, really good point. Uh, Joe Theismann, every single time that you're on, I'm in a great mood because the show is better and smarter and people listening get the best info that I think we get when we talk to someone doing talking NFL. It's it's early out in the West Coast. It's early everywhere. I mean, it's not noon yet. Some of us, you know, aren't morning people. So I just thank you for the time. Thank you for being on the show. Appreciate you one every single like, time. That, yeah, one thing me. I'd like to one thing I'd like to say, Bill. <clears throat> the NFL has to allow challenges of every play in the National Football League. Once again, this weekend. We saw things that were not challenged. The Minnesota game where the ball, they said it was tipped. It wasn't. Needs to be challenged. Gardner Minshew last week, stepping out of bounds, not challengeable. The NFL is doing a disservice to the teams and the fans by not having every play, every, give the coaches two challenges, but every play can be challenged by a coach. That would be fair to everybody. Joe, at the risk of annoying my producer who hates when I bring up soccer, but Whatever, I watch soccer as well as football. That is a sport where, the, in theory, the clock doesn't stop, unlike the NFL. And they have a they have a video-assisted review policy where they can, right, if something goes wrong, it doesn't. you don't need to throw any kind of flag. They can just intervene. Why can't the NFL, with all the money and the technology in a sport where the game obviously stops over and over, to your point, just have some, some video official or, 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 or mechanism in place where there's a clear and obvious error, slow things down and get it right? Because there'd be too many stoppages. Just too long really. a game? It would, it would make the game too long. You know, look at, look at what they did in college football. They eliminated the stoppage of the clock after first down other than inside two minutes. There's too many reviews in college football. I really think that it's simple. Don't increase, don't increase the challenges. Just give them the opportunity to be able to challenge everything. Hey, you use up your two, tough luck. Blank slate. Hey, Whatever you want to challenge, you can challenge. Yeah, why not? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, we'll, we'll get a message to Roger Goodell. He's a big fan of the show. Not really. Maybe he is. Uh, Joe Theismann, thank you, my friend. About the Philly push push thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you, buddy. Uh, thanks, bud. Bye. All right, pal. Joe Theismann on the show. He's right. I mean, I guess the thing is I'll watch an NFL. NFL is not baseball to me or the NBA where the end of you know the fourth quarter takes four hours. I would watch an NFL game however long – it goes. I would watch an NFL game if it lasts an extra thirty. Tom, are you gonna? You're not gonna turn off an NFL game for the challenge, are you? I, I actually don't mind the stoppages in the NFL. A good NFL game is a good NFL game. It's gonna yeah. have your attention regardless. I think it's because we are muscle memory. We're trained. For, there's they're gonna the clock stops. There's there's the, all these pauses in an NFL game. Whereas in the NBA, it's supposed to be action. Soccer, it's supposed to be action. Baseball's another thing where I know people think it's too long, and I'm in the minority here. I don't, and I, they've actually done a nice job with, with the pitch clock. But I don't mind baseball games being long when the games matter. Like in October, I don't care how long a baseball game is because I'm, I'm invested. I'm invested in every single NFL game. I'd rather they get it right. I like Joe Theismann just, dude, he's a baller. Hey, Bill, real quick, let me just call the NFL for something. Yeah, man, you're Joe Theismann. You can do whatever you want. All right, I've got a question for Tom about his life, and we're going to slip that into buy or sell. We've also got a bunch of college football to get to next here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Writer Than You. I think it's pretty accurate. Bye. Oh, bye. That was a good one. I like that. Good use. Good execution. I, I thought you were going to brock my joy. Sell. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have doubled that. One too many. On CBS Sports Radio. Look, listen to the back of that. Brock my joy was gold, bro. <laughs> Giving you gold. Do you know your, what is your, your wedding anniversary? Mine's an easy one. Two days right. after Christmas. December right. 27th. Yeah. That is pretty easy. I totally forgot mine. I told you the story this morning. I just <laughs> woke up on Sunday, and my wife was, whatever, not happy with me, and, I, and and then it was our anniversary. Plus two. I hope my wife isn't listening. We have a little bit of a cheat code in our house. We have, I think, two framed pictures from our wedding that have the anniversary right on the picture frame. Yeah, those are going to go down eventually. You're going to have, like, all pictures of Will just eating candy apples and playing baseball. And Fair enough. Fair enough. Hanging out with Uncle Bill. When I meet him, I'm never coming to Jersey, though. You have to bring him to the city. Uh, that's probably not happening. Very excited to ask you this the question I have for your life choices here on, in Buy or Sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. It's amazing this is in the news because we just talked the Jetsons cartoon. There's The Jetsons era, they say, is getting closer. Basically, personal flying machines are around the corner. One just got tested in Dallas yesterday. It's a jet in the sky. It costs hundred grand. basically a high-end Mercedes. They're these like, ultralight personal flying machines that I guess are incredibly intuitive. They can go to 1,500 yards above the ground. They can go 63 miles per hour. They're light enough that there aren't the same restrictions on them. There would be a helicopter. You don't need a pilot's license. And the idea is they're going to sell these things, and people can just fly in the sky like like a like an e-bike in the sky. Buy or sell, if you were given one of these, you would – because you could you could fly across the – what is it, the Hudson River you have to cross? <laughs> yes, yes. You could fly across the Hudson River and park this thing downtown. Buy or sell, you would get in a Jetsons thing. So really, I think I wouldn't either. Come on, man! Like I need to wait until they perfect this thing. Like let's have a bunch of other people do this first. By the way, where am I parking it? On top of a building? Well, they're pretty thin. I think you just park it. In, I think I think you just park it in a park. The pilot uses intuitive joystick controls. Redundant motors and propellers mean the plane can f- keep flying in the event of failure. Nevertheless, a parachute deploys. Oh well, thankfully there's a parachute, dude. In 10 years, people are going to be jetsoning to work. No way, man. No way. Ack is, Rich Ackerman's going to be jetsoning <laughs> to New York from Brooklyn. 
I say more like 25. 10 is too small. They got to perfect this first. I'm looking at the pictures. Headquartered in Italy. Uh, it's called Jetson. Jet, it's called Jet. It's called the Jetson One. There's another kind coming out next year. It looks it looks terrifying to be honest. But it looks the size of a car. You could. It's terrifying. Oh. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? You could. I mean, I'm not saying I would do it, but I don't live in New York. Bill, let's get to some football here. The Miami Dolphins offense kept rolling yesterday, and their 31-16 win over the Giants. Rookie running back Devon A. Chan, no longer A. Chain, had his third straight game with 100 rushing yards and a touchdown. Miami's 2,568 yards of total offense this season are the most through five weeks in NFL history, breaking a record set by the 2,000 Rams, better known as the greatest show on turf. Built by ourselves, the Dolphins can sustain this offensive output over the course of 17 games. I mean, two of their next three games are against the Panthers and the Patriots. And if you want to go to the next six games, you get to throw in the Raiders and the Jets. They do have the Eagles in a couple weeks. Bye. Yeah, bye. Bye. We got to come up with a new... They're near the ocean, right? The greatest show on surf. Bye. That's not bad. It's not bad, right? It's not bad at all. All right. All right. The greatest show on surf. Wow. Copyright. You know what? Copyright that. That's a good one. And they're here to stay. So, like, you could could really benefit off that. You're in a good mood today. Greatest show on surf is good. You like it? Yeah. I mean, look, when they're not good, I tell you they're not good. This is a good one. They're really interesting. I mean, for a lot of reasons. Dolphins, Eagles in a couple weeks. I'm really curious to see how that Eagles defense does against, as Joe Theismann said, the track team that is out there playing with Tua throwing the ball and Mike McDaniel calling plays. All right, Bill, let's keep it in the AFC. After the Chiefs' 27-20 win over the Vikings, Patrick Mahomes has now defeated every team in the NFL, except, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs, and that includes playoff games. He's the 10th different starting quarterback to defeat 31 different NFL franchises and the first to do it before turning 30 years old. Bill Byersell being impressed by this stat. Uh, Bye. Bye. I love some King Context, King Context, and know how many other quarterbacks have done this or how uncommon it is, but when I saw it, I also thought it was interesting. I know that they're in the NFC, but that the Vikings are the team that he had to to beat to, to, to get it done. But by the way... They keep playing with their peas and carrots, is that what you said? They, they, they won, but again, it wasn't as comfortable as it should have been, and the Vikings, again, started the game off with the turnover. It just, it Kelsey was, I mean, it came back, but was hurt and missed some, some time. So I get, just put teams away. I have a random question for you. Buy or sell, you want to hear it? Buy. I know you don't because we're late. I know that you actually don't. <laughs> I use pens all the time. If I hit sell, were you going to ask the question anyway? Yes. Of course. But I want, I want us to have an honest relationship because all relationships are true love, you once told me. Um, I use <laughs> pens constantly. I only have pens that have hotel brands that I steal. Buy or sell that you're impressed by that. Buy. Thank you. you call me a thief, by the way. With you look candy. so stressed out when we, like, you're just like, why is he asking about the Jetsons? I don't, I just. You're like a dog with a bone on this clock. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm getting back to the NFL here. Joe Burrow and the Bengals got a very much needed win yesterday over the Cardinals 34-20. Burrow had his very first three-touchdown game of the year, 
while Jamar Chase, who said after last week's loss that he's always bleeping open, got himself open in a big way yesterday. 15 catches, 192 yards receiving, and caught all three of Burrow's touchdown passes. Yesterday was the first time this season that the Bengals scored more than 24 points in a single game. Bill, buy or sell yesterday was a turning point for Cincinnati's offense. Look, I'll buy that as a turning point because we went into the game by saying that Joe Burrow, or Joe Burrow saying his calf felt better, and this was sort of a proof of that. But they go Seahawks, then they go at Niners, then they host the Bills. All right, Texans is not a tough game. Then they have a Ravens team that I don't think is that great, but they still find ways to win games. Buy or sell, you think when that stretch is over, the Bengals are going to still be in content are going to be in contention. Sell. Yeah, I just think it's they lost the games they needed to win. They played a bad football team yesterday. Let's call it like it is. They got inflated stats playing a bad football team. I do want to see Joe Burrow play well, right? But I mean, they I, I do, but they they do they still got the Jags to go. They've still got a Vikings team that by the, that time of the year in December are going to be out of the playoffs. So. Kirk Cousins to throw five touchdowns because it won't matter. They play the Chiefs <laughs> toward the end of the season. I mean, it's they've got a tough schedule. All right, Bill. The Colts had themselves a very busy weekend. They beat the Titans yesterday 23-16, but they also lost quarterback Anthony Richardson to an apparent sprained AC joint in his throwing shoulder. Richardson could be out as much as four to six weeks if the injury is as bad as it's feared. There's more, though, Bill. Going back to Saturday, the Colts got a long-term deal done with running back Jonathan Taylor. Three years, $42 million, $26 million of which is guaranteed. Taylor is the first running back to land a long-term deal worth $10 million per year or more since Nick Chubb almost two years ago. Buy or sell Jonathan Taylor's contract is a bigger deal than Anthony Richardson's Shoulder injury. I understand why there would be temptation to buy this. We've already seen that they can win without Anthony Richardson. It's obviously huge to have Taylor back, and the Colts are 3-2 and two in a division where, in theory, they're in the mix. I think Jacksonville will pull away, but I'm going to sell. Sell. Because Anthony Richardson is the future, not Jonathan Taylor, which, by the way, is why this happened in the first place. And he got paid, but he didn't get paid massive, massive money. He didn't get guaranteed massive, massive money. Does this you- change things, though, for running backs? A little bit? Step by step? I mean, you noted who the Bengals played yesterday to give context. Let me note who owns the Colts <laughs> to give context. No, I, I don't I don't think so. And I think maybe Anthony Richardson's just fine, but you want your quarterbacks, if you're gonna start them, to stay upright and healthy and to use these games in years where they're not gonna be their best to develop and get used to the speed of the game and play at the level eventually you want. I I just I think it's bad I think it's bad, bad news. Right, also, Bill. they're 3-2 and two without him, by the way, yeah. Jonathan Taylor. Let's get to some college football here, Bill. Georgia handled their first-ranked opponent of the season. Yes, this question is directed at me. With ease on Saturday, taking down number 20, Kentucky, <laughs> 51-13. The back-to-back national champs totaled over 600 yards of offense while only allowing 183 yards. Bill, buy or sell too much was made about Georgia's, air quote, slow start to the season. I'm going to buy. I mean, we discussed this last week. Buy. And I think the th- same thing applies to USC potentially over the weekend. Some You just you see this in college football, and I brought up Georgia with against Missouri. I mean, hell, Missouri almost won their game over the weekend against who? They play LSU? I don't even want to remember it because you texted me, and I told you they were Missouri was up they big. And what did I text you? They should have won that game. They what should did have I, won that game. 
what did I text you? That they were going to lose. That they were obviously going to lose. Yes, Georgia played poorly at times and almost lost a game they shouldn't have against a team they should have dominated. But I think what we saw this past weekend is more likely resembles who they actually are. Nick Saban in Alabama went into College Station and handled business against Jimbo Fisher in Texas A&M 26-20 on Saturday. Bama quarterback Jalen Milrow threw for 321 yards and three touchdowns, handing the Aggies their second loss of the season. Texas A&M are just 9-9 in their last 18 games. Gross. Bill Byersell Jimbo Fisher is on borrowed time with A&M considering his mega contract. I mean, yeah, what is the buyout? 77 or $76 million? It's I mean, still 70 plus at this point, and, and I don't know how else to ask this question anymore. It's the only question that's worth asking when you talk about A&M. I don't know what else to say anymore. He's on borrowed time. Sell, I think. Sell. I don't know what to tell you other than, like, they're not going to eat $80 million, I don't think. I mean, I guess you can get boosters together, but just think about, like, what that would taste like. Just you are going to pay the guy $80 million to go away? He doesn't win football games. I don't know what to do. Here's a question for you. He's worse than Kevin Sumlin, the guy they fired to hire him. His winning percentage is worse. By the way, it's an I told you so Monday. You know I've been saying this for years that Jimbo was grossly overrated, right? Absolutely. Buy or sell, some of the problem with Fisher is that he is a guy who loses his hunger when he's guaranteed that kind of money. Buy. Yeah, that's my... Why not? I don't know what else... I I don't know what else I can point to. He's a good recruiter. They've done well. They get players. They don't win football games. Saban would never let go of the rope like this. Dabo's issues are with the transfer portal and the way that he recruits kids and tells kids they're going to start, doesn't want to bring in right other... He doesn't like the transfer portal and doesn't want to basically bring in guys to replace players that he promised opportunities to. I'm trying to think like all time, like Kirby Smart's a little early in his career, but Sa- Saban would never allow this to happen. Saban's a much better coach, but I you do have to wonder if maybe you have to have a desperation, and that can go away for some people once they get paid. All right, let's get to one more college football here. After losing two straight games, Deion Sanders in Colorado got back in the win column on Saturday, beating Arizona State 27-24. Shador Sanders led the Buffaloes on a game-winning drive, getting the game-winning field goal with 12 seconds to go. It was Colorado's fourth win of the year, which means, Bill, they've already hit the over on their win total, which was set at 3.5 for the entire season. Bill Byer sell that no matter what happens from here on out, Deion Sanders should be a Coach of the Year candidate. Wait, no matter what happens the rest of the year? Already a Coach of the Year sell. candidate. I mean, I mean, trick question. Yes, I think he should be a Coach of the Year candidate now. If they lose the rest of their games, do I think they should be a Coach of the Year candidate? No, I don't. Even if they're competitive the rest of the year. He's already in, in six games. He's already hit the over on a program that won one single game last year. I think that they're going to compete. I think they're going to win more games. I think that they're exceptionally impressive. Who do they have next? Stanford, who they're probably going to beat. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough schedule. Don't they still have Washington State, Utah, and UCLA, and Oregon State? Those will be rough games. They have a bunch of, yeah, they're playing a bunch of ranked teams. Bill, let's get to some playoff baseball here. Game two of both National League Division Series are today. 
Phillies at Braves, Diamondbacks at Dodgers. The Phillies and Diamondbacks each have a 1-0 lead. Buy or sell, you expect the Braves and Dodgers to come back and win their respective series. I'm going to sell. I, I, sell. I sent you this note and you got mad at me from a distance, even though you didn't say so, because you hate talking <laughs> baseball. Can you feel it through a text I message? can feel it. You're wrong, by the way. But, but this time of year, we should be talking some baseball. I think that the lack of momentum, I think the rush that goes to these guys waiting, what, five days to play, and the momentum for the other teams mean one of these squads are probably going to lose this series. And Clayton Kershaw was garbage, by the way. Garbage again. All right, Bill. Over in the American League, the Texas Rangers took a 2 <laughs> Another one. series lead on the Orioles while the Twins tied their series with the Astros at one apiece yesterday. Buy or sell, Bill, if the Orioles lose in the ALDS to the Rangers after winning over 100 games this season, their year would be a failure. I'm going to sell that. I, no, I think they're, they're, they're ahead of schedule. They probably overperformed. We've had people on the show who talked about they are built. They were not built for the postseason because they didn't think they were going to be here for this. Right? This was not what they thought they were going to accomplish. It's a great, great start. Buy or sell, you want me later in the week to have you do five things you need to know in Major League Baseball. Sell. I might do it just for fun. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> you got to it's, it's long ball in October. Long ball. Got a little baseball. Got a little baseball in there. Two baseball questions is too much for you? Can you really feel my anger through a text message 3,000 yeah, miles away? Yeah, really. I mean, that just means we, we, we like know each other too well. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to read some gifts about Tom. And if you want to contribute or you're mad at him for hating, your, for hating baseball, at Pretty Daddy CBS, at Sports Rider Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R, your tweets and Tom's life-changing announcement after we get a CBS Sports Radio update. I didn't make that up. From Andrew Bogus. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Stream the NFL and Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the free Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Tom, when I send you music on YouTube, you got to listen to it. You're not being a good friend when you when you don't click on the music. That's me taking time to share music with you. I've heard this song before in my life. Did I listen to it when you sent it? Baby, come back. You can and blame it all on me. There you go. I was wrong to hire Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Remix. Yeah. Remix, baby. Uh, Kevin Billings tweets at Sports Rider and Pretty Daddy CBS. Stop singing. No, he didn't tweet that. He's thinking it right now. He <laughs> tweeted, 
Pretty Daddy should love baseball because they let you steal bases just like he steals candy. <laughs> Come on, man. It's you're a bad stealing. guy. It's not you're, stealing. When you're a bad guy. They leave a little stupid sign that says, please take one. No, I'm taking 12. Bella B sent a uh, Tay-Tay gif. Nobody likes, and I told you so, guy, but I absolutely love this segment. At SportsWriter, at Pretty Daddy, I told you, if I told you so about the gif. Hashtag Swifties, hashtag Writer Than You. Sometimes you got to just do, I told you so Mondays. Which, by the way, she wasn't there in Minnesota. Travis Kelsey got hurt. <gasps> yeah, you're right. I'm just saying. Man, she should have gotten there swiftly. Oh, no. Uh, we were talking about anniversaries earlier, and that guy tweeted at us. Bill, don't feel too bad. My wife and I both forgot our 10-year wedding anniversary. We are still together, though. Just celebrated 15 years. Yeah, by the way, anniversaries, Valentine's Day, you got to get wrote. It's overrated. No, Why don't you, you like... No, don't be Yeah. That don't be It's that garbage. No, it's, it's garbage. No, it's kind of garbage. Not. We had a nice dinner last night, but it's kind of garbage. Why is it garbage? Because it's phony. It's a contract. Why can't you woo your wife on just a random Tuesday in October? Do you do that? Yes. Well, we should be doing that every day. Less than I used to, but yes, <laughs> I do. I did have a, We did have a great day. They, you know what? They brought us some free stuff, which is always fun. Every day is gonna be. I'm gonna go every time I go to a restaurant. I should just be like, it's our anniversary. Was it free in the terms of like dessert? They did give us a free dessert. That's awesome. Nothing better than free dessert. And like a really nice thing of champagne. Ooh, okay. A little glass of champagne. Are you a champagne guy? Champagne. I'll drink it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't order it. I do like it. It's like wine for me. Like, I don't I don't really know what I'm drinking. Okay. Um, I mean, you know the difference between all, all the different kinds? Do I know? What do you mean? I, I No, I can't name the varietals or whatever. I just like how it tastes. No, but when people like, oh, this one, you know, whatever. I don't get it. You don't have to mm, notes of cherry and arrogance. Yeah, that's what people do, though. Just drink it. That's what Who cares? Do. Apparently, you're not supposed to chug it. No, you're not to chug the wine. I mean, I would ju- chug <laughs> I mean, the wine. What do I know. Do you chug your beer? I've had a beer. You don't chug your beer. Not that beer that I got with that the fancy pants place with you. That was a fancy pants kind of deal. Uh, happy Canadian Thanksgiving Day from Phil and Stratford. I didn't know. It was, you know, Happy Canadian Thanksgiving Day. Canadians are so nice, man, but they're snarky. They're like the inverse of you, actually. They would, like, come on, man. They would stop strangers and be like, excuse me, do you need directions? Whoever does that, that's utterly ridiculous. Canadians, they're nice people. And we talked earlier about me just destroying my son in FIFA, and Skipper Tim Page tweets at us, the only way Henry, that's my kid, gets better is to figure out how to play better than his opponent. He can't play down to his level or he doesn't learn how to win. By the way, can I just tell you something amazing? Henry is was not the best soccer player on earth last year. He got better. He, as we have discussed, he, he briefly met Messi when Messi came to L.A. and got his autograph, right? Met him's a little strong. But he has scored a goal in every game he has played in since then. Good for Henry, man. The Messi touch, right? Congrats to Henry. That's awesome. It's the Messi touch. Love hearing that. Yeah, why not? Who back? By the way, was back to playing, by the way. See, I'm soccer guy. I know soccer, all, you are a soccer guy. All things soccer. Um... I'm excited about tomorrow's show. It'll be a great show tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Packers. What's wrong? Good. Great. Packers at Raiders. Can I be honest with you? You and I had a little disagreement. <laughs> you texted me. You think it's a good game. I think this game is trash. I'm, I'm interested in the in the Packers. I'm actually interested in Jordan Love. I want to see him develop. But I'm not, I'm not that into the game. 
There's two fan bases that care about this game. I think I think the Packers are the better football team, and I'm more intrigued by their quarterback situation. But I mean, come on, it's two it's two big NFL come franchises. Come on, I tried to sell you on it. I mean, are you actually? You know what it comes down to? I actually am interested in the Packers, too. I have zero interest in ever watching the Raiders play football. I don't know why. <laughs> I could not care less if I if I actually try to have less interest in this Raiders team. They're 1-3. They still suck. They're not very good. They're not well co- I mean, the Packers are, what are they, 2-2. Two and two, And they're trying to keep pace a little bit with... A Detroit team that looks really good that beat the Chiefs at the start of the year. So I get why there's some storylines in Green Bay. The Raiders are favored at home. Are you telling me you're taking the Packers? I'm not betting this game. I might be. Yeah, yes. I think I would probably. What's the line? Two and a half? I haven't even looked. Two and a half, yep. Yeah. I think I'm probably going to. I mean, the, the, the Packers have been beat up this year, too. Buy or sell, the Bears can finish with a better record than the Packers this year. It's a sell, I know. We're not, <laughs> we're not even in that segment, right? Or, uh, what do you want to talk about tomorrow when you and I are hanging out? Well, we'll figure it out. I'm really excited. Thanks for listening to the show. You right? I'm great. You good, pal? Never better. Give some directions. Get a Jetsons flying craft thing. Fly across the Hudson. Uh, he's Pretty Daddy. I'm Bill Ryder. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. This is Ryder Than You. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 